Welcome to Agent Unstuck Calls, where we talk to real estate agents who are experiencing a challenge in their real estate career and they're looking for an alternative solution. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with MastermindAgent.com, and I'm excited about this episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's go ahead and start and uh, work through the challenge that you're experiencing. So I, I read your stuff, but I'd like to hear it from you. So yes. you tell me, what is your challenge? So, okay, so let me tell you a little bit about my background. You'll be kind of shocked, but it is what it is. So <clears throat> I'm actually a MD, right? I'm a physician, but uh, I am infection control uh, specialist. During pandemic, I've been working 6 a.m. to midnight. Uh, it's been crazy. Um, and then I make a career change. Um, I still do infection control. Uh, I do consulting, which, you know, that's my passion. Uh, my brother's been into uh, real estate business for 20 plus years. So we started this uh, together. We're doing land development and uh, also as well as uh, uh, resale. So uh, it's not the, the problem is not that I'm stuck, really. Uh, it's how to generate more great leads. I, I attended um, Christy Mayshore's webinar um, uh, series. She was on your uh, one of the panelists uh, and attended her um, seminar, which was great. She provided amazing information, and uh, I, I. But the price, um, you know, paying twenty thousand, twenty three thousand US. Uh, I think it's worth it, but again, I want to do things myself first to see how things work. Um, you know, give videos. You know, just do things myself. See what works and what not, what doesn't work for me, and then go from there. Uh, I'm in Toronto, so we're in Canada, so we, we don't have access to. Um, I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing. We don't have access to lead generation companies, <clears throat> which. You know, to be honest, they're going to put uh, real estate agents out of business if, if we keep going <laughs> to them. Now, I want to create a lead generation myself, right? Proper lead generation myself. I listened to a lot of people that attended your, uh, your talks, your podcast. They, 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 they built it themselves, right? Through, you know, they didn't pay somebody $23,000 to do these things, right? They did build it themselves. I want to get there. Um, you know, $1 billion agent, that sounds good. Um, so I wanted to build, you know, build that myself. Um, and I'm stuck where to start. So I know i got to create videos. I do have, I created my own website. I paid somebody to do my website. Um, yeah. <laughs> good good that was a lot i appreciate that kind of yeah. kind of gave us the basis so uh as you know i like to ask a lot of questions so i'm going to kind of dive in sure. um my my big yeah so i understand you just had a transition what is your goal as far as your real estate career what what do you have you set any goals for uh, what kind of production numbers you want to hit in units, uh, GCI, those kind of things? Yeah. So in Canada, it's a little bit different, especially in Toronto. I know in U.S. they do 100, 200 houses, right, per year. Uh, <laughs> see, some the, do, uh, some do, not the, every Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the average house here uh, is about 1.2, right? So if you do 
hundred, you're a million dollar, you're a billion dollar agent. Sorry, no, you're a hundred million dollar agent right. in one year, and that's huge, right? So um, I I want to get my salary to uh, a million a year. That's that's my goal. Um, and how how long do you think that it would take for you to get to a million in GCI? I I I don't want to go over. I prefer three, but five. Okay. How about this first year? Where do you see, what's your goal? What do you need to hit? Uh, what's your goal? What's your minimum uh, requirement? So first year, uh, I want to hit um, somewhere around 200. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, and uh, how many units do you believe that would take to hit that? Um, 200. So if you get, if you say 2.5, that would be, uh, 1 million, it would be 10. It would be around, you know, eight, eight houses, I believe. I'm just calculate to see if it's so 8 million times two and a half percent. Eight million. It would be yeah. 200. Yep. Yeah. Pretty good math skills there. Good yeah. job. <laughs> All right. So, um, so your goal is uh, to close eight units your first year. Your average price is just over a mil. You want to get a, a 200K in GCI. This is your first year, so you don't have a track record yet. You're trying to figure out what to do, but you can lean on your brother. Has your brother been hitting those kind of numbers? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, he does land development. One deal he did uh, 300 and 300 plus. Let me ask you, what kind of business are you looking to do? Are you looking to do land development like your brother? Or are you looking to do uh, one, onesie, onesie at a time sales on houses, condos, so, towns, yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, I, I don't want to just um, limit myself, right? So let's see land development, if you get one contract, that takes, you know, maybe a year to go through the whole contract, you know? So the... Sorry. So that's um, that's gonna take a year. So I don't want to limit myself. I also wants to do want to do resale. I actually I'm interested in pre-construction as well, right? So pre-construction and and uh, uh, resale is is you know something that I want to do. Uh, and we have actually our our company's goal is called. Um, so. Uh, uh, we're I'm, I'm i'm in process of creating my our website as well um so yeah i don't want to limit myself it's the first I, i've had license for the past four years and i sold houses i've sold uh probably around i would say 10 somewhere between 10 to 15 maybe um so and I have right now. I have two clients, buyers. I want to get sellers, right? Of course, but in this market, as you know, it's uh, it's difficult um, uh, until we get we hit August, and I'm pretty sure in August things will change. The buyers that you've helped, what what was their situation? What kind of things were they buying? How did you find them? How'd that work? So um, there were a lot of referrals by by friends. Uh, and friends as well, uh, and some referrals by my brother because he's busy, right? He 
super busy with this thing. So, you know, we just work together. Okay. All righty. Uh, here's the thing that I'm hearing. Uh, you're new and you want to be able to do everything, right? <laughs> you've actually got some experience, right? You've, you've been doing it part-time for four years. Yes. But now you're diving in and you don't want to cut off any opportunities. You want to leave them all open. And that makes a lot of logical sense. However, it's not the way to do a lot of business because yes. if you're a generalist, you get pulled in every single direction True. and you don't have any focus. Just like you did when you were in the medical field, you focused in on the infectious diseases, right? That's a one little niche inside the entire gigantic universe of medical True. stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you got to kind of think, of, in my opinion, if you want to do a lot of volume, you really start to need to narrow this down uh, into a niche. For instance, if you're going to put a video out, what the heck are you going to put a video out when you're a generalist? You're going to say, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, that's not enough, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it has no appeal to anybody. Uh, you've really got to narrow down that niche. For instance, one niche could be working your brother's development and helping him sell out those lots or the, the pre-builds or whatever he's building. We haven't got into that. That could be a niche where you're feeding off of his business and you're supplementing his side of the business. Well, now that helps because if he's developing the same kind of property all the time, that's your niche, right? Does that make sense? It does. Yes. Yes. And I was thinking about my niche and, uh, because I worked for uh, long-term care, I was taking care of probably 50 long-term care homes and 40 retirement homes. I actually had an uh, appointment with, uh, with uh, one of the executive vice presidents tomorrow to discuss with him um, that hopefully they can make me exclusive for, uh, for the staff and for uh, retire retirement uh, community, right? So uh, if things go well, I would definitely focus on that and just make myself retirement focus, those who want to retire or those who work at a retirement um, community. And I would provide obviously uh, some incentives for them uh, that I won't provide for anyone else. Um, different kind of incentives. For example, if you're moving, if you're, if you're moving out or moving in, I'll pay for your uh, uh, move, for example, or some form of in incentives that's exclusive to them. Okay, let's, let's go down that path for a minute. Let's have some fun there, okay? Okay. So uh, let's, let me make sure I understand what you're talking about. You're talking about some people, a group of people who have hit a certain age and they no longer want to live in their current home or they can't, and they're going to move into an assisted living facility. Yes. Yes. Um, so they need to sell their current property probably yes. to get the proceeds to pay for this uh, new space. Is yes. this, When they get into the new space, are they renting it or are they buying it? Renting it. Well, they're, they're paying monthly fees. Okay. When, when you talk to the folks tomorrow, you should ask and find out if they give finder fees for you bringing people into their community. Do they pay you any kind of commission or compensation? Because my understanding is many do, do. at least around yes. here. I'm not sure about up there. you got to ask. You may have that net may become your niche, right? You're helping these people transition from running everything on their own in their home that they probably have owned for 30, 40, 50 years to this new environment that they don't know much about and they need to be educated about. 
where you will also earn a fee if they end up going to that place. Um, and what you can also do if, if that's a niche you want to get into is you don't just have the one facility, you have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You become the yes. expert in that niche yes. about where all these facilities are, and you're earning your big uh, income probably on the sale of their home, and you earn a little bit of income on their new home that they move into. Uh, is that something that interests you? It does, yes, yes. The problem with that is that uh, retirement homes, they're, they're, uh, uh, they're not close by each other. They're far apart. So that would create um, advertising a little bit difficult. Um, uh, don't worry about that. Yeah, it's a good point. And I like geographic farming where it's a tight niche. But this yeah. is different. This is different. You need to have variety a lot for these people where to move, right? Yes. Did you say you're in Toronto? Toronto's a big city, isn't it? It is. How it's many huge. People? Uh, What's the population? Through four to six million. Yeah, that's I, that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> a couple million people. It's a big place. All yes. right. So we got a lot of options now. You could uh, again. I don't know how you break out your your areas there, but you probably have towns or something yes. smaller than the entire metro yes, area. Yes, yes. And so you could start in a niche like that. That's, you don't have to know everything in Toronto to start. In fact, it's even better if you niche tighter. So what city or area are you in? I, I like to focus on, um, see, I live a little bit north of Toronto. It's Richmond Hill, mm -hmm. right? So Richmond Hill is good. I live there. I've lived there for the past uh, 20 plus years. So I, I know a lot about Richmond Hill. Um, there, the west of it is, is called Vaughan which is a huge, huge area. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 depending on how it goes tomorrow with uh, my, my um, retirement community, and if that works out, again, that might change things. But again, I don't want to focus on only one niche, right? I want to focus on maybe two niche. Does that I make understand. sense? Maybe one geographic, one retirement. And you could do that. You could do anything you want. You know, <laughs> you're a smart guy. I can tell. However, I'm telling you, if you if you want to be super successful, you want to narrow your focus as much as you can. All right. So let me give you an example. When I sold 113 homes in one year, is mainly because I narrowed my focus into one little niche. I took a city in my area called Lakewood, and yes. I became what was known as the condo king. I I knew all the condos and townhome complexes, and I geographic farmed them, and I knew them really well. And I started with one and then I expanded out, but everybody knew that I knew what was going on in those communities. And so that became the base of my business. Now I got other business because of it, but that was the core of my business and the funnel that gave me consistent listings and consistent business all the time because I had the niche. So how did you do that? So how, how did you make yourself known so much? How did you do like, what did you do? Did you do, did you use Facebook? Did you do, did you use Google AdWords? It was old school. It was old oh, school. And so okay. I used mail, geographic. I made mailings. I mailed into the community, which by the way, still works extremely well. It's called geographic farming. And now you can add other things around that from the social media space, but it comes down to mail and it's expensive. It's not cheap. Mailing, mailing letters. Yes. Well, <laughs> you can do a lot of things, right? In mail, you can certainly mail a letter. 
You can do a newsletter, you can do a postcard, uh, you can do a magazine or a newspaper. You can uh, piggyback on people that are already sending out a news, a local newspaper or magazine in your area. Uh, and I did all those. Ultimately, I ended up creating my own uh, magazine and I also created my own newspaper that I mailed out. So wow. it just depends on how much you want. You, you become the area expert, right? Everybody wants to work with the specialist in that area and that, uh, that niche. But you can't be the specialist if you don't know your niche, right? So whatever it is, you want to target the niche. And what it does is it clarifies your mind. You'll stop going in these crazy directions trying to chase every shiny object because now the decision is very simple. And again, back to my example, uh, if somebody came to me and said, hey, I got this really cool new advertising medium I want you to do, I'd say, okay, well, does it target Lakewood condos and townhomes? And they say, oh, no, but it, it targets this, that, and the other, and you can expand out. I said, no, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Thank you. Have a great day. It just clarified everything. It's going to help me get to this niche and help these people, or it's not. If it is, I want to talk about it. If it's not, I don't. And so your mind, your money, your resources, and your effort all become focused on one thing. So that's the idea of geographic farming. And you can, we can certainly talk at some other point because we're kind of running out of time, but we could talk about going down that niche. The other thing is that niche that you brought up with those homes. I love the old folks' homes. That's what we'd call them around here in the old days. But this old folk home move, the, the assisted living, because that's a niche and it's a super need. And I'm not sure about your area, but uh, demographically, there's a lot of need and want and demand. Uh, and people can do really well in that niche, but you got to dedicate yourself to it. So I know you're new, you want to do everything for everyone, but I advise you not to do that. You're awesome. You want to be a specialist. You want to, you need to narrow that niche. So it's uncomfortable. So you're like, Ugh, that doesn't feel that's tight. Yes, exactly. And even go tighter than that if you can and tighter than that. You want to go three levels down if you can. Okay. How big of the, like some cities are bigger than the other, right? How big of the geographic area would you, would you consider to be, um, you know, big enough that you can take care of? Yeah. So that's where you, that's a great question. You're starting to go down the geographic farm question uh, area and that's the area you're going to want to start investigating. Uh, if that's the thing that drives you and you like. And what you're going to look at is turnover rate. You're going to, first of all, just pick an area to start with. And the way to pick the area is something I want to work in, the kind of people I want to work with. Uh, that's the way I advise you to go. Don't try to think about what's the most profitable. Think about what's the area I want to work in. Do I want to work with first-time home buyers and investors? You know, that's the area I kind of went into. No, do I prefer luxury homes and high-end properties and you know, or super luxury? Do I, do I like the middle of the road? I just want to work the middle of the road. That's usually the, the most profitable area as far as it has a lot of volume and activity, uh, but there's also competition there. Where do I want to go? What kind of people do I want to work with? Who do I connect with? That's probably the best way to go. And then again, I'm telling you, it's going to fall into place once you start to do this, because you're going to pick, well, this subdivision looks like that. And those are the kind of people I want to work with. Um, from that social economic perspective. And then you start to look for other areas like it. So you may have a contiguous geographic farm or it may be spotty. Like mine was in one area called Lakewood, but it was in multiple complexes all over the place. It's best if you can do a contiguous geographic farming though, at least down here because of 
every door direct mail, uh, which is a real cheap way to get mail out. It's bulk mail was the old way. And now every door direct. I'm not sure what you have in Canada. You're going to have to ask around. Go call up the post office and say, hey, or research it online. What's the cheapest rate I can get postcards out at? Start with a postcard conceptually. And, uh, and that's the way you look. But you start with an area. Then you find out what's the average price in that area. You find out how many sell homes have sold in that area for the last three years uh, to get an idea of what the turnover rate is. You know, is how much commission is coming out of that potential commission? If I could get two, three, four, five percent, maybe up to ten percent over time, would that pay me? So those are the questions you're asking. Is the back end, uh, and that's how you get there. Okay, perfect. Okay. Great. Awesome. Okay. I wish we had more time, but I know <laughs> we don't. This has but, been uh, fun, though, hasn't it? I've given you a little uh, direction. Oh my God. Yes. No, this so of the great. two options, I want to know which one do you like the best? Just if you had to pick one right now, I put you on the spot. <laughs> would it be a geographic farming direction or would it be the assisted living? Well, for me, it would be assisted living because uh, I know, I know a lot about uh, long-term care and, and retirement and I know how uh, I can help them. Right. I can and actually you have help. credentials. I do. I have that. Is, did you say ME or MD? I, I, I don't know. MD, yes. MD. MD. So you're a doctor already, and they're going to respect that. And are you kidding? People are going to want to work with you because of that. They're going to, this yeah. guy is going to take care of me and my interests, right? You have a topic to talk about, about what you used to do and why you're doing this now and how you can help them. And the people that you go, all these facilities are going to want to work with you because they believe you're an expert because you're well educated uh, and you worked in the field. The people that are, are going to want to work with you because you're the expert, not only on the real estate that they have to sell, but in this transition, you got to keep talking about the transition. One more thing. Nobody wants to talk about where they were. They want to talk about where they're going. Everybody wants to talk about the future. So when you're working with move up, move down, move across buyers, you know, they have a place to sell. And that's what you want because listings are great right now. But for them, it's the transition and they want to focus on where they're going. That's why I said, if you can have more than one option for where they're going, you could say, hey, look, I work with five of the biggest facilities in town. Why don't I show you what they're doing? And if you want one of those, I can help you transition over there. That's my, that's my business. That's my expertise. Uh, very, and you got to tell, very few people do this. I happen to be yeah. an expert at it. Last year, you know, at some point you're going to say, last year I helped 25 families do this or 72 families or 189 families or three families or whatever, you're going to be an expert more than anybody else. If the niche, it's the niche. Yeah. Like you don't want to walk in and say, Hey, I do everything. Yeah. Watch me juggle. <laughs> That's Does right. That sense? Complete sense. Yes. Yes. But going, going through how to promote myself to them, that's going to be another, uh, another thing that I need to think about. But, and you will be able to figure that out once you decide your niche. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Because when you it get does. your niche, now your mind opens up to just that niche. Yes. You're going to start thinking, T -t 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 -t, where are these people? What are they doing? Okay, maybe I'm going to go look for communities where people have been living in their house for 30, 40, 50 years. I'll have my title company look that up. They live in my geographic area that they're going to go out 
to one of these facilities because they want to be around their family, friends, right? They're not going to want, just like everybody else, they're not going to want to move far from the facility. No, they don't. So their, their kids can come visit them and their friends can come visit them and the do do And so on the other side, the people that are supporting them, my wife's been doing this for the last couple of years, the people that are supporting them want them to be close so they can go check on the facility and and drop in and say hello and bring a gift and those kind of things, right? That's right. These are the things you talk about. You talk about the things they want to talk about. How do you know to talk about all that? Because you niched in and it becomes your lingo and your talk and it's just fluid for you. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah, well, I got an assignment for you. Okay. Are you ready? I, am. Uh, I like to give assignments at the end of these calls. Your assignment is to write out your plan for this assisted living concept. doesn't have to be long. Don't stress about it. Just write down your initial thoughts on how this thing would work, how it would look, what would be the area, what would be the facilities, what would be your role, how could you you always got to get down to this question. How could you help these people the most? What do they need and how can I help them get it? You know, again, the old concept, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. You become that resource. And what you're going to find out is they need all these other resources around them, like hospice care and all kinds of things that initially you didn't think about, but it becomes their world. That's why you have to become an expert. It's got to be the specialist. And then when you talk to them in those words, they're going to be, oh my God, all these other people I talked to didn't know anything, those everything I want. Right. And now guess what? No, nobody cares about anymore. Your commission rate. They're going to pay you whatever you ask because they want you. In fact, you could charge more than everybody else. I'm telling you, you're going to be able to charge more than everybody else because you're offering all these extra supportive services to help them get from point A to point B to help them transfer in this this space they want to go from where they're at to where they want to go, okay? You're going to paint these pictures of what it is the future looks like, right? You're probably going to be, now now we're talking about, you're going to be talking to not only them, but their family members that may be supporting them, right? That may be the group that you're actually marketing to. You may now start talking to people in the, as an example, the hospice industry, Hey, are you running into anybody needs to make one of these transitions? Here's my business card. I specialize in helping people get from A to B, especially if they have an asset they need to liquidate and use for some of these costs, right? Talk to financial planners that are working with people that are making that transition. Uh, There's all kinds of things that start to work around the niche once Mm -hmm. you get the niche. That's it. That's the most important part. Okay, go ahead. I want you to write up uh, just your outline, your ideas. In fact, don't think of it so much as a plan. Just think about it as a, um, as just a brain dump. You're just brain dumping on the paper everything you can think of about this niche and how it would work. <laughs> You're not going to have all the answers right now. Just write up everything you can think now, and you watch. It'll stimulate other ideas for you. Uh, highly recommend you write it down. Uh, digital, if you can, so you can bring it with you. But anywhere, if you like paper and pencil like me, that's cool, too. Uh, but somewhere where it's centralized. And my question for you now is, when could you have that done? Uh, so I'll talk to probably by, uh, I'll do it on Saturday. Great. On Saturday, what's the date on Saturday? It would be on 29th. Great. And what uh, time will you have it done? Um. Probably by five. 
Cool. 5 p.m. Eastern time. time. Yes. Okay. And what I want you to do after you get that done is I want you to send me an email. I want you to say, hey, Mike, great news. I got it done. Okay. 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 And your That's, email is the one that I just received, right? Exactly. Yeah. Any of the emails you see from me, they all get back to me. Okay. Yep. Uh, and so now we've got your task. We've got a deadline that you established. And we've got accountability because you're going to tell me that you got it done. Got it. No, I, when I say something I'll do, I'll just do it. I, I can tell you will. Yeah. And yeah. my job here is just to help you move along that track a little bit, right? Awesome. And if this changes, then, you know, if they say no, they're not interested, uh, I'll make the plan, focus it on uh, my geographic farming. Is that cool? Sure. And remember not to give up so easily if you don't get a great answer tomorrow. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because what... maybe they, they, what's most likely is you're going to get a maybe, right? Yeah. Because there's this is a big deal. They don't know about you enough yet. You don't know enough about them. You're trying to just fill each other out. It may take three or four or five meetings to figure this thing out. Don't worry. Just keep moving the ball forward, seeing if it's going to be something that can develop into something that you want to do. That's the other beauty of a niche. If you decide you want to work on it, you become determined, focused. Yes. Right, yes, you'll put an extra yes. effort in where other people won't. So, all right, well, so I, get that done. Go I ahead. helped them during the first wave and second wave. Uh, you know, saved so many lives. So, you know, that's why he said, "Okay, let's let's have a chat." It was actually his idea to talk. So awesome. I said, "Okay." And, yeah. Well, go into the meeting with an open mind and just listen to what he has to say, and you can keep your ideas on the back burner. Yes. Right, mm -hmm. and just take in all the information. Uh, mm -hmm. From the meeting, write it down, say, remember, here's the greatest statement ever. Just say, well, I'd love to think about that. And maybe we can get back together. Uh, or do you have time next week that we could talk some more about this? Awesome. Okay. okay? That gives you Perfect. a transition to then you can sit back and think and brainstorm and research and go back awesome. into the next meeting prepared with whatever you want to do. Okay. Perfect. All right. Thank you, cool. Mike. Really this appreciate your time. What do you think? Was it helpful? <laughs> Very. Like always, <laughs> like all your podcasts. Uh, thank you them. so much. For sure. Talk all to right, you Monday. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for Agent Unstuck Calls. It was a lot of fun today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button. And if you want to hear more calls like this, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you know exactly when the next episode is coming out. And if you have any thoughts about what you heard today and you'd like to relay that to everyone else, go ahead and put that down in the comments section so people can talk about it. And finally, if you're stuck in your real estate career, you're a veteran who's having some challenges and you can't figure out how to get to that next step, go ahead and schedule yourself an unstuck call. Just go to agentunstuckcall.com. That's agentunstuckcall.com. And let's get you scheduled in. You'll go in there, you'll fill out a quick survey, you'll find a time that works for you, and we'll get on a call just like this and see if we can't get you some answers. All right, this has been a lot of fun. I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. And again, thank you for joining us on Agent Unstuck Calls. Take care.